Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Middle call! Hey, Are you ready for some basketball? A Monday night party! What was it? Basketball! What's that? Saturday Night Live? Oh, oh yeah. Basketball! How'd it go? Like, yeah, he took he took the NBC song and he did basketball. It was like his brother, right? It was supposed to be. What's that guy's name? He's one of the Saturday Night Live guys trying to get, like, remember he was like in the, that was like the NBA offices. Was he trying to pitch them on a song? Yeah, but the NBA on NBC theme song. Yeah, is what's what's that composer's name? Like the famous guy, round ball rock, John Tesh. So it's John yeah. Tesh, and John Tesh's brother has the words. Like, well, can we hear it without the words? Bubble, 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 basketball. <laughs> That's right. That was a good one. I think uh, that was, is that Mag- was that uh, MacGruber's uh, character? Was that MacGruber? Was that him? I, I think so. Yeah, but not to get sidetracked on a huge yeah, win because Larry Bird, Larry Bird ain't walking through that door. Uh. Larry Bird is not walking through that door. Ray Allen, as you texted me, is not walking through that door. But you texted me that like pregame, didn't you? No, Ray, I I was talking about Stanford playing UConn in baseball. Right? Ray Ray Allen went to UConn. I'm watching the Stanford game, and they take the lead 9-3 after this guy hits a monster bomb, and it was clear the game was like they were not going to lose. So I texted you, Ray Allen's not walking through that door. As a shot at UConn baseball, a lot of yeah. Gotcha. If you had said together. Rebecca Lobo's not walking through that door, I would have understood. I think what you were telling me. I think you get, they got a thirty for thirty for you coming out here soon. I saw something going on. A UConn thirty for thirty? No, I think it's like a Team USA females or something. Oh, I did, I did see that promo. Yeah. Uh, we are recording this, or we are live on YouTube Monday night. I did. I, I sent John a tweet. I was like, "You want to go live?" And he said, "Yeah, obviously." And uh, so here we are. With a uh, Warriors Game 5 reaction show on YouTube. Like the video. Subscribe if you're on YouTube. We appreciate that. Podcast is down in the description below. Also, if you're on the pod, get in the mailbag. 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 Shoot us questions. Apple iTunes guy. Apple iTunes. Fire in some questions. Leave your favorite bar. Leave your name. Five-star review. And just shoot us a question. Could be anything. Could be uh, from Trey Lance to... You know, why there aren't any boats in the goddamn bay. (laughs) I mean, every time they've been showing that aerial shot at Chase Center, all playoffs, and definitely since game one. And it didn't, no one at the city was like, you know, I know our tourism department's been hit hard lately with all the pooping and the drugs. But uh, maybe we put a bush up, maybe just like a tree, some greenery, a balloon, anything clean up the construction zone that we got over here right next to chase center on the waterfront my idea john inspired by f1 roll a bunch of yachts up make it look like it is you know i'm gonna push i'm gonna push back on your idea in the sense of f1 is an outdoor event for example the giants typically get a lot of uses outdoor event yep this is an indoor event so no one inside gives a shit about what's going on out there because they're inside so it's yeah 
I see what you're saying. I'm just looking for a little decoration. Give me some string lights from somebody's back, from like everybody's backyard, anything. Inflation, anything. bro. They don't have the money. I mean, they're just, I would say ideally what you would have is like some, you know, yachts that are like, uh, what are you doing on the real? yacht though? When the game's going on, huh? But if you're just on, oh, you're going fake yachts like uh CGI. Yeah. Yacht, like, but yeah well, I, I don't, no, I mean, they're real, but they can be like little shops or just do anything with that waterfront. Just anything. You, you're not just a sucker and for maybe the coming. waterfront? Maybe. What's wrong with the waterfront? Just the water. But there's nothing there. It's just dessert. There's nothing going on there. It's just, it's just like a bike path and some well, dirt. Have you, have you been over there? There ain't nothing going on. I right have. And, and there's a bunch of people on the other side of the arena watching the game. But then but the water's get, the best shot. I, you know? just, just get a tree. <laughs> and put it in the water? No, like along the wall. Just make it look like a person civilization exists on that side. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I to me, I would just wear out the Golden Gate shot. It always looks better out into the Pacific. Like I, I, I wouldn't yeah, do the I'm, shot I'm they're doing that. anymore. I'm good <laughs> you know, with that. I would just go Golden Gate out. <laughs> just do that. Maybe even Alcatraz out, right? So you get the Golden Gate in the back. Sure. To, to see, you know, on the way to China or Korea or wherever the first I- bit of land is. I would pay just I would pay a few of the uh, the kayakers from McCovey Cove. Just there's a Giants game going on. Just have them cruise over during a couple innings. You know, it's not that far the, right? when the bottom of the Giants order is coming up. Just have them <laughs> just kayak over from McCovey Cove. It's not far at all, but it's probably a little harder than you think. You know, you the tide going one way. That's true. <laughs> uh, I was I mean, that was it's funny. NBA games sometimes final scores cannot be indicative of at all i was going to cancel about midway through the third quarter i was going to be like i can't if they lose this game i'm i'm out go live you mean yeah we just thought like i'm i'm gonna be pretty distraught because i think they're gonna lose the nba finals they were up but it didn't feel like they should have been up like 30 but you kept looking it's like it's only nine then it'd be 10 and you're like this isn't quite large enough and then all of a sudden they were down and then we had major problems it felt like they could it felt like they could I mean, it was like, are they going to be down by 15 here before we blink? But they they somehow, you know, they righted the ship, guy, on the way out to Alcatraz. Yeah, I think, to me, it was Clay hit back-to-back threes. Then he picked up his fourth foul. He came out of the game. And at that point in time, I think it was Breen said, the only warrior who's shooting the ball well just had to leave the game. Well, then Poole, Curry finds Poole left wing. He immediately hits a three. And then he hit the... Uh, shot before the end of the third quarter, and it just kind of yeah. settled things down a little bit. Yeah, I that was a uh, that was a major turning point. I would say those last couple threes by old uh, Jordan Flopper Pool. And listen, you are not allowed to make fun of floppers when they do it against other floppers. Like if you're not a flopper, Marcus Smart is one of the biggest floppers in the NBA. So when Jordan Pool flops, like that's flop on flop crime. Now, if he was just a high-level, never flops, they can bitch and moan. You're not allowed to bitch and moan about a flopper when you are also a flopper. It's why Draymond—I mean, Draymond's a bad example, but like uh, Chris Paul is a, a notorious flopper. Marcus Smart's flopper. Jordan Poole flops too. But like, I don't feel bad for anyone getting mad at Jordan Poole when he's when he's doing that against another guy who is just as bad consistently as a basketball player. It's like uh, like Jordan Belfort, you know, Wolf of Wall Street, when he like goes to jail, then he gets clean, then he starts working for the government to help them catch other criminals. Yeah. Screw you, bro. Like, no. 
No, you're a criminal. You don't get to be the good guy now. You know what well, I mean? I don't. It, it's no. always the it's always the smart criminals move to do that crap to then yeah. be free, and then it feels like Belf- is he doing more shady shit now? I wouldn't trust that guy. I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust him at all. <laughs> you know, but I, I I'm with you. I, I like that. I like that analogy. <laughs> Even though that was a bad flop, that was. but it's good. You know, you could argue floppers would make the bet. Like when their careers are done, Marcus Smart should just become an NBA ref because then he would not get fooled by all the floppers. We should usher floppers into NBA referee jobs, and they're like, "No, man, you're not." You know, like when you hear a parent say, "Like I was a kid, I know you are sneaking candy. You're not fooling me." Floppers, no floppers. And the problem is everyone's tricking the refs. Well, and you're a big, like, you hate the trick of the ref. I mean, it's yeah. just, it's the opposite of what the actual game should be. I'm kind of torn because sometimes I scream at the television, like, it's a foul. But every single layup, Steph hits the ground. Is he doing this on purpose or is he getting fouled half the time? As someone who is balls deep into these theories about hitting the ground and what's right and what's wrong, what's your overall take on the Steph layups? He's always on the ground. Is it? Are, would you say half of them are fouls? Twenty five percent of them are fouls. Like what? Is that his go to move? I have an easier time telling on his jumpers. A lot of his jumpers, where he does like the, he's fading as he shoots it and is like kicking the legs out. And those to me, I don't want fouls on those calls. I think it's bad for the guy. He, ha- he has. He didn't get them tonight. Obviously, he didn't get them tonight. Um, you know, didn't get, now didn't get him the other night either he's not generally like he is going inside on bigger players. So it makes sense that contact would put him on the ground. My guess is if we looked at it, that probably of the ones he doesn't get calls on, probably half of them should be calls. He doesn't get a lot of calls on that play. No, he doesn't. He really doesn't. A lot of calls happen in other weird spots that are him or aren't. He, He does not get that call. He gets plenty of other calls though. So I'm not too worried about it. Generally speaking, me, Less calls is good just for everybody because, again, for in, in the discussion about refs are bad, and I'm not saying, you know, we I acknowledge refs miss calls, and I got no problem with, you know, you or people getting mad at them. I get mad at them. But it's I do think diff- it's a difficult job. I, I do think part of it is they're, they, are con- they are constantly getting tricked by these guys. Yeah, and the, this- it's, the game is so fast, and, you know, you get rewarded for that shit. You get rewarded. You get foul calls. You get fouls drawn, whatever. Well, like if you're the referee on the Marcus Smart pool play and you're kind of, you know, your head's always kind of on a swivel. You're watching a little bit of everything. If you just kind of go glance last second and maybe he lets out a, what the fuck? He hit me in the eye. Like, how do you even know? You're like, foul. Like, how do you even, I don't blame the ref for that. He looks like he just got shot in the eye and then he goes down. Like, unless you were like standing two feet away and like looking right at his face, how would you not be tricked? He goes both hands to the head. He hits the ground. Like I, I would have called the foul too. I do not blame refs for that. I blame them more for just like the obvious, obvious fouls, which they they miss too many times. But on plays like that, even some of the Curry plays, definitely the Curry when he does the lean. I, I don't understand how he is so cool with always hitting the ground because it's not like he's he's six foot three and he's up in the air. Like that's a long way to fall. He always falls on his body. Like, is it worth it to always do that? Cause he's getting the call. What do you think? 20% of the time. It's not, it's not like he's getting it at 80% clip. He, he doesn't, he tends to get the call. I think when he really goes up at the basket and he'll try like, you know, the backwards thing, a lot of, a lot of the calls in game five, the officials did not give him the continuation. There are a bunch of calls on the floor. No. How about the, how about the, 
the GP2 fast break tripped himself foul. What did you think about that, that one? That that was a good that was a good one. Uh, th- there was a Draymond miss dunk with Robert Williams right behind him, which I thought like, did he really foul him or did he just kind of kind of freak out? Oh, did you not? I, I didn't really see the replay of that one. Did you? Did you think? Yeah, that I thought was it was. I thought it was close. Again, I, I'm with you. I'm cool with just let them play in contact. These are both physical teams. Let them kind of go to war. I'm fine with it. Like I thought tonight was. I thought Draymond was on his best behavior. I think clearly he realized like. I got to really focus. I can't be screaming until the last foul, which ultimately I text you immediately. I didn't realize it was a sixth foul, so you got it. I know he didn't. He didn't just do the the helicopter. He then jumped up and down. That that was his most aggressive challenge yet. And Mark Van Gundy, one of them, said like Draymond doesn't think it's not a foul. He just thinks it's a foul on Steph. Yeah, and he was right. It, he kind of got him with the arm, maybe. I had no problem with them not overturning that. I like these borderline calls. I wouldn't be overturning borderline foul calls. You know, I, 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 I'm with you now. To uh, you know, it, speaking, how of, does this win affect Trey Lance's legacy? <laughs> question on the stream. Great question. Well, I mean, he was he, he there? refuses to go home. He's grinding. Yeah, no, guy. He's watching film. He's oh. watching film somewhere. If you are going he's to staying do with move, Shanahan this week, you think? Uh, no, Chan- I mean, Shanahan's on a beach somewhere drinking. I like this guy a lot. I think the Celtics have a really impressive team. How could you not? Like, you watch them. You go with the Tiger Woods shirt on the road. <laughs> and it's not, just like, it's not just like a TW polo. It's like a, a little kid-type shirt, which he clearly got on, like, a nice material. So it was a bold, like, I'm here to go legend-type shirt. Expl- explain that- people who didn't see what you're talking about. Well, Jason Tatum came in an outfit that was just, it looked like a premium type tee, buckmason.com slash ham, 15% off. And one elite tee. And he got it like hard pressed of like pictures of Tiger. Maybe it was a shirt, like an actual shirt, something you would get like in 2000 in the peak of his powers. Like if Tiger Woods was Garth Brooks, you would get it at Tiger Woods concert. Like that's the type shirt. And he comes to the arena, but clearly he's wearing that. As like, I'm going to do something legendary tonight. And he was good. He had some moments. But down the stretch, he's clanking shots. He can't hit a free throw. Like, you got to be. I like the guy a lot. He's first team all NBA. Can you wear that shirt? Like, would you, if you were in his team, would you recommend like, bro, just, just wear, just wear something. I don't know if I do that. I do that maybe in Boston. I, I wouldn't do that on the road. He did that after he wore the Kobe wristband. That's his guy. I'll give him that. Like they're but- I'm just saying, like if that's his thing, then that's his thing. But like, Lance Armstrong next, all the great champions. I I think, you know, he's not quite famous enough. Can you imagine? I mean, can you imagine if like Draymond, Steph, or Clay did that and they lost? Can you imagine? Like that would be the number one story right now on the internet. Every single person would be shitting on them. And no, listen, I don't think it's going to be a big thing. Probably bothered me more than most people laughing at it. I just think like, I don't know, man. I just you remember when the Texans used to always play the Patriots and they always wear weird shit. It's like well, they wore the Sunday night football. They wore the Letterman jackets and got housed. <laughs> they got destroyed. <laughs> they got destroyed. Remember that? They all showed up in Letterman jackets and got destroyed. I, I don't remember the score. I, I think it might have been like 28 nothing and a half. Or something. I think they, yes, they got <laughs> demolished. I just, I think you got to be careful with that. 
He's his series for again. He was first team All NBA. Yeah, I mean the best player in this on the court tonight was you know Michael Jordan from Minnesota, Andrew Wiggins. I mean yeah. he was yeah he was remarkable. I mean yeah he outplayed Jason Tatum. I mean he was just yeah, what he had seventeen and sixteen there the night. He had twenty six and thirteen the night. Twenty six and thirteen when Steph was pretty bad. I mean if you told me Wiggins plays like this the next in Game Six and they win Game Six. Are we sure Steph is the MVP of the finals? I saw a lot of like the gambling companies were tweeting out like how many people have Wiggins tickets, you know, for finals MVP. Steph's had one bad game. I I, I think it would be pretty hard. Oh, yeah. I mean, if again, the series, if Steph played well in game six and they won that game or seven and they won the game, he'd be the MVP. Would you say Wiggins has a chance now? I'd say if the Warriors win, he'll he'd be second on the list. What if what the if Warriors. they win on the road and he has thirty and Steph has like twelve? And he might win it, yeah. But there's a lot now, of you could argue people going to want to vote for game. Steph. You could also argue Steph won the game that if they didn't win it, felt like it was going to be over. Right? His game. Well, you, you could, could argue. You could argue last night they were going to lose a night and Wiggins refused to let him lose. Yeah. No. Absolutely. I think he has a night they, and they may lose a series like that. But you're right. Steph also has to play like that. 0 for 9 from 3. But I think he's still the MVP. I just don't know. And I've said this before, and I was listening on the plane ride home. Simmons and Rosillo did like, can you just fundamentally win a series, a finals MVP? And they factored in baseball, too, like the regular season when your team sucks or in basketball when your team loses. Baseball's different. I heard the same conversation. But you, it's... Basketball's different. And this, like... You could carry a team in basketball. Who the hell would you pick for the Celtics? Now, they still got... It's only... They still got two games left if they were to win it. Maybe Tatum went 35 and 35. But I I just don't think they have a pick right now. Well, I mean, if they were to win it, is what you have to... How you have to think about it, right? If they were to win it, what would happen? I think Jalen Brown... And I think Russell or one of those guys said Jalen Brown. I, I think probably... Jalen Brown might have the series that wins it for him. Yeah, 18 points tonight. He's minus they're, 19. They're down 3-2 in the series. I mean, it's, you know, so they don't have that guy right now. I have these thoughts when Wiggins... Tatum's numbers are actually better than it looked. No, I, I know, but again, his bar is super high. First team All-NBA. When Wiggins is having these moments and you go, this guy is just legitimately good. Like, it's not even... Like, he's just a really good NBA player. Now, is he a $40 million NBA player? I don't know. You know, he's if he's going to play like this, he's, I mean, in this league, minimum 30. I mean, I know he makes that, but I'm just talking about his next contract. If you told Joe Lacob right now, now he still has one more year, then he would have to get extended. Clay, right, of his five-year contracts, already missed two. He's into year three. Who do you think they, if they had to choose one, and they don't technically have to choose one, but just financially, you can't just pay everyone $45 million or $38 million or whatever. Like, are they keep it? How are they ever going to get rid of Andrew Wiggins? <laughs> like, well, if everybody was a free agent right now in the Warriors, they, they would only bring, obviously they would max out Steph. And if they were I, like, had I mean, I think Wiggins, Wiggins would be priority too. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I agree. I think you're right. Um, and Draymond would have to come back at like 14 million dollars a year or something. Yeah, but here's the crazy thing is Clay again in this game, game five, hit huge shots and he did it in game four also. Again, I, Clay is just now probably instead of being a forty million guy, he's still very valuable, but he's like a twenty-two million dollar guy, right? He's he just had the not. second most points. He had the second most points on the team. 
Do you think he's good when you watch him? I, again, I, I love the guy, but it's just, yeah, I I I think he's still good. I think he's still going to be good. I think he's still good. And luckily, yeah. next year, like he could be fifteen percent better. And it's I think he can be a little better next year. Peyton, yeah. man, Gary Peyton, GP two. Well, how just did they not resign the, him? Just one of the great stories in the NBA. <laughs> I mean, he's legitimately just a good player, though. Like. But, but he's so much – he's not just the lockdown defender that – I mean, he can actually score, hit some open shots. He had the little floater. You, the thing about Wiggins, man, that turnaround jumper that Wiggins makes – Like Michael? Can you th- – how many guys Kobe? in our lives made that – like hit that shot from where he hits it? I think he shoots it even a little further out than most guys who have that shot in the bag. He shoots it, I think, even further out than like D-Wayne. D-Wade would shoot it, but I have to – well, but no one he, does that anymore, right? No one does it like anymore. Kevin Durant, I mean, does it. But he's as automatic with it as like Akeem was. It's like the big guys who had baseline turnarounds. But he's taken it from 16 feet at the angle, like at the like elbow extended. There's nobody uh, – like I think you could count on two hands the guys in the last 20 years that were as automatic with that shot as Andrew Wiggins. Maybe everyone, one hand. Everyone know. keeps calling him Maple Jordan. People are tweeting that at me. I don't even know what that necessarily means. But that's like, yeah, maybe that is it. Must be it. Maple Jordan. Itchy. Itchy nine five just said it on the stream. So Ma- Maple Jordan. I, I mean, I. He's been. He was. He was incredible. He's been incredible. He has been. Like Gary Payton is legitimate. Like those type stories are cool, right? I mean, it happens. In, in any major sport, when a guy that has to earn his way takes forever and then he gets there and you're like, this guy's just good. You know, the Giants with uh, Yastrzemski's grandson happens in football a lot with like undrafted free agents or guys that bounce around on practice squads. Then all of a sudden, like Raheem Mozart's the starting running back for the 49ers Super Bowl team. You're like, what a story. In basketball, I would say on really good teams, it's the rarest <laughs> Of the three major sports. Like in baseball, it's like, this guy battled the minor leagues. He finally got a start shot, and now he's starting. Football happens every team, every year. Basketball, most of it's like, yeah, they're five starters. We're all drafted in the top 15, you know, and their two backups are from Kansas and Duke. I mean, it's just four of them are sons of NBA players. (laughs) Now, this guy is a son of like an all-time famous great player, but his story I mean, you knew way more about it. I mean, you guys it, like called his games and they heard Notley talk did. about him, and it was just like it, people just rave about this guy, right? And just people like just people that were around him or watched him, kind of had always sneaky been rooting for the guy. And I don't know, it's he's fucking awesome to watch. And then you factor in, he gets his arm shattered. Somehow he comes back like three weeks later. How about that guy? <laughs> arm shattered, balling in the finals. No wonder – I know a lot of the guys like Slater and those guys that are around the team just said, like, part of the anger with Dylan Brooks wasn't just – the Warriors, like, listen, crazy shit happens in games. Like, that was bad, broke the code or whatever. I think it was specifically, like, you just ended this guy's chance of what he's come from, like, what yep. he represents. Slash, yeah, I, like, we kind of need him. You, uh, definitely that, because <laughs> he's like the new Iguodala, right, for them. But How I think a lot of – now. What's that? Iguodala's pretty bald. His hair was receding like the last time he was on the team. Now it's like gone. (laughs) Uh, I think it's the Dylan Brooks thing doesn't feel as bad now that he came back because it did feel like you've you've ended this guy's 
shot. Now, maybe it wouldn't have ultimately be the end of a shot, even if he couldn't play this year. But, you know, producing in the postseason gets you general gets you career money. Right. One postseason can get you paid for who was it like Lou Dort? Didn't Lou Dort get paid off one big postseason from OKC or something like that? I remember the dude from the Sonics a long time ago got paid for the Knicks, a big Isaiah Thomas spot. Yeah, I mean, it's happened. It's like, oh, uh, the, uh, what was that? Number, I thought it was number 33. I forget the guy's name, but I remember being like, uh, he, yeah, I want to say Jerome James. Yeah, it might have been the Kings' last playoff appearance, I feel like. Jerome James. Right? Yeah, it was Jerome James. Yeah, it does sound right. I, I think part of it, too, is like, is Gary Payton on the on the Warriors next year? Like, is someone going to give him forty million dollars or something? Like, are the? I mean, Vivek. <laughs> Why? I mean, seriously, how would Mike Brown want to get this guy as like a culture guy? I don't know how much he costs, but did you hear? Did you get all the way to the end of the Simmons Russillo podcast? Uh, they did a draft of which team you'd least want to be the GM for. Yeah, I kind of fell asleep at that part. So Russillo, <laughs> Russillo drafts first, and he goes, Kings. And yeah. Simmons goes, oh, interesting. Like, Simmons acted shocked and surprised. Well, I heard and, that. And, that's and right. Russillo's He's thing was like, I know, Vivek. you're friends with Vivek, and you don't want to take him first. That's why you want me to go first. And Simmons like, no, no, it has nothing to do with that. It's like, guys, this isn't – like, I'm with Russillo. It's not that – come on, we can't act surprised that that would be the pick. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But doesn't it feel like a guy like Gary Payton, they're going to pay him? Honestly, they could use a guy like Gary. Like, the 100%. problem is you don't want to pay a bunch of money for like role elite role players, but you should develop them yourself. You know, you you pay them like star players, and that's where you get a problem. But but they're going to draft Jaden Ivey, and you know they'll have plenty. Well, of well, I, Mike, well, what are the Warriors going to do? I mean, Looney and Gary Payton are both free agents, and Kerr, I would say, is like in basketball love with both guys. Like he is not. Well, how far be like- into the? How far? Into, I mean, you win the championship. Ideally, a game seven. A game seven might just the sweet sales on game seven might pay GP two salary. One, one thing Kawakami's talked about is like because he's big in like the economics of the Lake of Building. <laughs> sixteen was it? Sixteen million a game now? Yeah, they have no problem. Like the reason he was mad the last couple years is they didn't have a playoff game. They weren't generating the rev, but their pay. Their payroll was hadn't changed, right? Their payroll's been high the last couple of years. They have no problem cutting the check. Like the Yankees will pay the tax as long as they're winning World Series. You get bounced in the first round. You're like, what the fuck are we doing? You win chips, and especially this chip, Lake would be feeling himself. He he ain't going Mark Cuban 2011 letting a bunch of guys walk. So if you told me that they re-sign both those guys, they pay the historic tax bill, because what are they going to be? wouldn't they be favored next year with all these young guys coming up too? Wiseman coming back, Kaminga, Moody, like their team would be stacked. I, I think they would yeah. be the preseason pick, wouldn't they? If they were the defending uh, champs and they got yeah, all these they young guys be. coming? Yeah, they would be. I think Boston, I think people feel like Boston's early, right? And you can argue that with Tatum's only 24 and Jalen Brown and uh, Williams Marcus is hurt. Mar- Williams is hurt. Marcus Smart is hurt. Tatum is hurt. Well, what if we get like this three straight years? Both Williams, Wy- actually, both Williams are hurt. Wiseman and Grant Williams going at it. That's right. That's a great call. This is where Wiseman gets his moment, John. Kaminga. You remember I saw uh, Taylor the, Jenkins the, got the, extended the, the, today? The Bucks would be back, too, for sure. I saw Taylor Jenkins got a contract extension from Memphis today, and I saw it, and I was like, <laughs> I remember when Taylor Jenkins – like that was 
so long ago. And these final stories are so much better than Taylor Jenkins stories when Taylor Jenkins was the story. I'm so happy that that, that I just get to watch Warriors Celtics in the finals. And I'm not worried about what Taylor Jenkins said in a press conference or the fact that uh, you, you don't think that uh, the, the Lakers will be the favorite next year, John. I mean, Anthony Davis, he's been resting that shoulder. Would you say that's one of the most embarrassing things a guy making like $250 million ever said? I mean, he, I, just to be clear, he didn't have like labrum surgery. There's no reason for him not to have shot a ball since, what do you say, he hadn't touched a ball since April? Yes, people did the math. It was like two months and three weeks or something. Cool, 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 cool. I think it was a- April 5th, so it was June 13th. So we're talking, to me, do you know who I thought should be the most offended? Because listen, I, I, I've turned on this guy. He annoys me. But I've always respected his desire to work at the sport and his craft. Like, the guy fucking works. It's not debatable, right, LeBron? There is no chance LeBron, like, the last two weeks has been eating chimichangas and fucking playing video games. I would imagine he averages, what would you say? Taco Tuesday. 18 hours of work, basketball work a week just right now. Like, he, he's months away from the season, just keeping his body sharp. At least working. a couple, of, yeah, a couple shooting in the front yard with Bronny. But, like, wouldn't you imagine three or four hours, like, every other day, like, legit work with a trainer, maybe? <laughs> Can you imagine I know this. seeing him and seeing that? Like, if you're a LeBron, like, fuck you. He should be the most mad is LeBron. That was, LeBron's that was got so many years left. He's only got so many years left, right? And, like, I brought you here. Two, two and a half weeks? <laughs> two and a half. If I'm a Laker fan, you, you had Shaq and Matt Months. guys that were, like, hold basketballs that felt like in their sleep, and then you get this guy? Like Clay Thompson, like would cry when he was like Achilles. Remember when he would shoot like and he couldn't move, but he would come to From, practice like, sitting in the chair. <laughs> yeah. All those guys want to do is dribble. And Anthony Davis, what has he been doing? That's right. Like how does he I don't, do? I, how do you go too much? Just on sheer boredom, you don't walk out back and take fifteen jumpers, unless you hate, ba- unless you just don't like basketball that much. Well, if, wouldn't you like if you're just really good at something like, you know what? I'm going to go get a run. Like, so why? I don't know. I can dunk on people. Like I'm dominant. You're like, no, nah, I'll just eat. Uh, You know, it feels like he's just eating candy and sitting on his TV, sitting in his house, watching stupid cartoons. Like, that's what I envision Anthony Davis doing. Eating candy. You know, like the worms with sugar. Is he I a big he candy is, guy, you think? Yeah. I, I mean, Sour NBA worms? guys, tall, skinny guys. They are huge candy guys. I feel like. Like DK Metcalf, but he's like eight inches taller because he he's like skinny still. I bet part of it is like, why would I work out? I'm like, look at me. It's like I don't John, know. John, let's tell the people real quick about BuckMason.com slash ham one. Ham one. The code is ham one because the ham code got leaked on the internet. And uh, you know, we don't want the fake numbers out there. Ham one. BuckMason.com slash ham one gets you 15% off. Any order of a hundred bucks or more makes uh you know just it's great apparel, but if you want Father's Day gift, you're trying to figure something out, bam, there you go. Buckmason.com slash ham one. I had multiple orders over hundred. I'm I, hell, I might use it. It's code brand new. I might do, get another order, guy. Not a bad idea. We love Buck Mason shirts, sweaters, hoodie. The Buck Mason hoodies are my go-to. The t-shirts in heavy rotation. The uh the the casual uh you got a pair of the sweat shorts those things look comfortable they yeah, got they all the essentials the jeans jackets uh they got it all recommendation because we are heavy buck mason wearers feedback from our listeners and from us if you like uh i would say i wouldn't even call if you just like a relaxed fit i would say size up so like if you're a medium order a large it won't be too long on you 
whether you get the Pima or the Slub. I love both of those. I'm a big fan of the Pima cotton T-shirt. Uh, also, if you like like a trimmer fit, then get your normal size. But I would say size up. It won't be too long. And um, I, as I said, I highly recommend the Pima tee because I think it's, John, like you know, you could wear it out for a Tito's and Soda at the Fair- Princess, Fr- Princess uh, Fairmont. You could wear it for eating sour worms on the couch. Yep. Do it right now. BuckMason.com slash ham one fifty percent off. Get on it. Whoever you're celebrating this Father's Day, give them something timeless to hold on to for life. Give them Buck Mason or just get it for yourself. 15% off great gifts for dad or for yourself and you spend at least 100 bucks. BuckMason.com slash ham one. ButcherBox.com slash ham and another special deal. Free for a year. You get salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for a year plus an additional 20 bucks off right now at butcherbox.com slash ham. Been telling you about it for years. Been eating it for years on a regular basis. Easily find high-quality meat and seafood. You can trust 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised, crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. Always be prepared with meat in the freezer, when you get butcherbox.com slash ham delivered right to your doorstep with free shipping. Butcherbox is offering you free for a year plus an additional 20 bucks off either salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for free. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer for a year plus get $20 off your first order. Prize Picks is America's number one fantasy sports app. Because it's the easiest and most exciting way to get in on the action. While you watch your favorite players in sports, you just pick more or less on two or more player stats, and then the fun is on. Prize Picks has something for every sports fan from basketball to hockey to League of Legends and everything in between. It's really simple to play. You make your picks, submit an entry in less than 60 seconds. I'll do it at halftime of a basketball game, and I also have some season long. More or less picks on MLB homers. You may remember, I've got less on Otani homers this year. We'll see. And at halftime of your next NBA blowout game, just jump on and go, ah, Steph Curry more than 11 points in the second half. It'll change the game for you. Download the Prize Picks app and use the code HAM50 for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's HAM50 for a first deposit match of up to $100. Prize Picks, pick more, pick less. It's that easy. What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, Promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M. Save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM. Save yourself $20. We don't even need a thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. AD on PS5 till 4 a.m. I bet he was. I would agree with this too. Sour worms, those were what I was thinking, are pretty good. I mean, I remember Mike Ewing, who you and I grew up with, used to get these buckets that were like enormous. Like, I mean, a massive bucket. And just we'd eat those things all night on sleepovers. And the, I mean, you would eat so many and you still wouldn't make a dent in that bucket. I feel Anthony Davis at his huge house, probably overlooking the water, just fucking enormous TV, playing video games, eating sour worms. I wish I could do that. And LeBron, you know, in running gasser somewhere. And Anthony Davis, it doesn't even cross his mind to practice. In fairness to him, he's probably thinking, well, I got three more months. <laughs> you know, this the, the NBA finals, and then the season doesn't start till what, what? Like camp starts like Halloween. I mean, I got yeah, I'm not going to be playing preseason games. So, no. I mean, you can get justify ready for that. it pretty easily in his mind if you don't like basketball, right? You got to get ready for that 60 game season, John. Apollos would be my, might be my go to. I, I bet he has some of those too. <laughs> you know? Shaheen on the stream says, you got to give Clay's credit, John. He answered with twice with huge threes down four in this game, kept the minute. He's hit huge shots. He had 21. Love the guy. Again, How about I, Draymond? I Magic Johnson tweeted yesterday, Draymond Green about to have a triple-double, and I thought early on he might be right. Now, Draymond didn't score as much in the second half as he did in the first half, but he finished with eight points, eight rebounds, seven assists, a steal, two gorgeous passes, the little pass to Steph on the cut that he, like, had to sneak in from the block. The transition pass that he sometimes it gets thrown away because he runs really hard, where he bounced it ahead of him to GP2, who caught it like off his hip and laid it in. That was a risky. That was like one of the sweeter play. plays of the game. That was great. That was sweet. If he goes eight, seven, and eight every night, like they're going to win. Think about that. Like if, if they're getting eight, seven, and eight out of him, they're in great shape. He has been, when he had four points, I saw someone tweet like, he just doubled his entire output from the Boston trip. <laughs> you know, it's like it's just, they, they just need. He was, I thought he was just much more under control. He wasn't bitching. He wasn't screaming at anyone. He, honestly, even the final play where he follows Tatum, you notice he wasn't saying anything. He was actually very, very composed tonight until he got the sixth foul. He was not talking shit. He was not under the refs. I, I, I wonder if someone talked to him, maybe an Izzo. But just, just like, just, just be laser focused tonight. Don't worry about the other people. I think if you watched his, was it his post game or maybe it was the clip from his podcast? That's what it was. <laughs> the other day, where he said, "You know, I and I, I sent it to you, and I'm like, I was actually kind of annoyed. I'm like, dude, you cannot. How when you're a veteran, do you get kind of so um, out of the right headspace during the NBA Finals because you're listening to things that everybody's saying? That said. I give him credit. He said, I was, I'm not, I've been paying too much attention. I tried to come out too aggressive, all that kind of stuff. And I just need to get back to like being me. And I, I think he might've given himself the pep talk. Cause I'll give it, he did exactly what he said he was going to do. 
Cowherd did have a good tweet. He's like, why is everyone always picking on Draymond after that little bench skirmish? <laughs> it's it's a it's a disagree. It's like it's as old as time. Anyone with a sibling, that exact thing happens. But in by, your the living time, room by the time he did that, the Warriors were going to win, and he had taken care of business. So I had no issue. To me, if he had done that like five minutes into the game, that would have been. But he what he wouldn't have. And I'm with you. I I do wonder if this whole thing took on a life of its own. It felt there for like a three-day stretch. He was the number one story in the NBA Finals, like by by a pretty wide margin. And he was playing by far the worst. So it was it was kind of a double whammy. Weird spot, right? When you become the number one story, you're playing like shit. He acknowledged it. I You watched the clips. I mean, he's, he's saying, no I'm playing it. like shit. Yeah, there's no, he's taking it on the chin. Mary he Babers came, even tweeted like, I don't know what's wrong with him. His mom. <laughs> He came out with a purpose tonight. It was fucking awesome. Like he was just flying around. Yeah, he was flying around. He was. If they just get that again, they're winning it. Now, in a weird way, I think we would all acknowledge this. I think Game Seven at home, winning it would be pretty incredible. But can you take that risk? <laughs> you know, because you see, like tonight, like you could have been down. They were down in the third quarter with that lead instead of going to two had gone to like 12. And if that's game seven, all of a sudden you'd be freaking out. But in a weird way, because everyone's like, you got to go take care of business. You never know. I won't mind if they lose game six to come home. I think that would be pretty legendary. I think it'd be pretty awesome. Because that would be Sunday night, right? It would be, is it Thursday, the next game? Yeah, so it's Thursday, Sunday. I heard someone say the reason they went in Boston on the short on the, you know they went like Wednesday Friday is to get back on track to get a game 7 on Sunday night. Gotcha. That's like that was the mindset to get like the schedule this week Monday, Thursday, Sunday. Because ideally that Sunday night. I mean Sunday could be I mean US Open to the Warriors game, be a pretty good probably an F1 race, not that I watch but it seems like a lot of people on the internet do. It could be a solid Sunday. I'm here for it, even though I would not. I guess we'd have to see how game six looked. Because, I mean, they're going to, wouldn't you imagine they're going to throw the kitchen sink to try to win it in game six? <laughs> like, you you get a chance to win the NBA. Yeah, I'm not, gotta, I, I, you're not saying they should not, they should come out with less. You're just saying, I'm saying the coolest story. Standpoint. Yeah, the coolest yeah. story. If, you, if I told you right now they would win it in seven, you would 100% take that over winning it in game six. But I, once upon a time, I was at a game and watched them lose game seven at home. And that sucked. When did you, was that game felt like they were going to win it ever? Uh, I mean, that it, was, it was, a, was that, that was, was Kyrie. That was the Kyrie. Yeah. Kyrie I, w- I would say there was a point in time. I remember in like the second quarter where they kind of separated by like 10, but again, they had LeBron James who was in like the peak of his powers. He just, you, you, you always felt on edge. I felt like when you played LeBron pre-Kevin, I would say this, you'd feel a little bit different. I, I just don't view Tatum and Brown like on the superstar level of... It's pretty. You're right. It's pretty incredible that these guys are here right now because like these guys could be way better in three years, right? Yeah. I mean, they could go on like a decade-long run of being some of the best in tan- smart too. Like that's a, that's a pretty unreal trio. And they've already... They're pretty experienced already. That's the I other know. thing. They're good. They're good. That, I, respect, the, I respect the foe. The Tiger shirt, part of it is like Tiger's the ultimate killer. Like, it's not just the Tiger's an all-time great. 
is that Tiger's a killer. Like he doesn't let people off the hook, right? In his prime. And uh bold move. I yeah. thought I just thought it was a bold move by the young fella. But I I you know, thinking about it, I I do appreciate I just don't feel again, I like the guy a lot. He seems like a great dad. He seems like a cool guy. Like I, whenever I see clips, I'm like, I like this. Guy. I'd want him on my team. Me too. But I, everyone would. But I think the Warriors would really regret losing to this version of the Celtics. I'm not saying the Celtics are not championship worthy. I'm not saying that they are. But I think you would look back and like the series would end and be like, yeah, Tatum had a hurt shoulder. Smart had a rolled ankle. Williams had a rolled ankle. The other Williams had a bad knee. And it would be like, this might be your best shot to beat this group for the next three years. I say, I think the Warriors got reinforcements coming with youth. Yeah. Yeah. They, I'm just this. Sorry. This is the most susceptible the Celtics might be for the next three years. Did you see the headline today that they like sent him to France or something for PRP injections or blood spitting or something? He, he works, had to go to work for Iguodala when he was 33. <laughs> I mean, that was like, uh, isn't what was it? Wiseman in high school like three years ago? You're sending him to Europe? Like, is that I'm not trying to like freak out about like his career, but to me, I read that and I was like, uh, if I had to just bet as just unemotional, not invested, I would bet against the guy. Feels like his body is struggling to just be healthy. Yeah. At a very, very young age. <laughs> He's. Is he 22? Honestly, if you told me right now he's 20, I'd believe it. Well, he was one and done. So he's a college junior right now. True junior, right? Yeah. So what is that, 2021? He just turned 21. I mean, he's four years or five years away from his athletic peak. That's good. He's got time. That's what everyone said about Greg Oden. Uh, Nick on the stream asked, where does the owner sit? I was watching the area next to the bench to see if he was there uh, reacting in a certain way. He sits across from Steve Kerr. He sat next to him on the road. He sits uh, sat across from him. He sits across from him at home, like on the other side of the floor. Felt like there were a lot of good vibes going on with the crowd, just like the guys in the front row just having a good time. People high-fiving, like everyone hugging. Like Draymond flew in, and they kind of gave some high-fives. There was that – was there a Jordan Poole – oh, the Jordan Poole shot – where, you know, you do that, you get the hot dog a little bit, goes to this corner, high fives about 15 people. That, that would be, I think I the, security guard, the security guard hugged him. <laughs> or maybe Hugged's it was just cool. protecting him. Yeah, like yeah. around, but maybe he was just kind of holding him back from going too far. Um, on the stream, Portnoy bet 30K on the Celtics being the first to 10 points. I actually saw that. Did you see that? Before the no. game started, I saw him say that he bet 30,000 first to 10 points. He's like, they're going to come out strong. And I, it actually made the first like five minutes of the game so fascinating to me. Well, they didn't even get close to making a shot for a while, right? Oh uh, no, they yeah, they hit a bucket. I think wasn't it four to two? And then Wiggins had it. It was like eight to four. Like Wiggins has it. Wiggins has it. Here it comes. Bang! It was just the first ten point bet. Like betting on who's the first to ten points is got to be quite a ride. It's got to be pretty exhilarating. My overall take as a gambler would be. That's a pretty random bet. Like, there's a lot of like, yeah, it's just I need some early juice, <laughs> money to burn. <laughs> it's over quick. It's like betting on the coin toss. Yeah, it's over fast, and you can't even get that mad. Like, if you just what if you just clank a couple threes and they get an and one, all of a sudden it's eight to one. You're like, holy shit. 
Daddy Drew on the stream says, have y'all ever noticed that one NFL broadcast always plays fish going to breaks? It's either Sunday night football or Monday night football. It's Fox. The guy that, that does all the fish music is a guy named Jake Jolly. But, uh, here's the thing, John, I, a lot, there's like hardcore fish fans. I, I don't know a lot about them. I'll be, if I'm being honest, the internet loves fish. I know some people love fish. What is there? I mean, yeah, I know I they're mean, a big I, deal, but I don't really know. I would know. say I dabbled probably maybe in college because, again, when you meet someone who likes fish, it's like meeting someone that told you that they met Jesus or saw the Beatles or something. It's like their love of them and their experience with them. You know, like uh, Bill Walton is with the Grateful Dead. That's how it feels like all fish is fans. Fish fans are so passionate. I've listened a couple times. It does not even remote. I, I don't make it a minute. into the, It's just... I, I think they're like the poor man's version of the Grateful Dead, and the Grateful Dead does nothing for me. Again, I, I'm not anti their fans. I appreciate what the thing they got going on. It ain't for me at all. I've also tried. I've also tried. Don't you feel like, what is this? You know? I've just, yeah, I've, it's never grabbed me, you know? Not even, honestly, guy, it rejects me. But like people that go to fish, it's always like, I've seen fish in 27 cities. Wow. Yeah, then why isn't fish bigger? Would be my thing. To but they, maybe they are pretty big, and we're just yeah. I think they're again. I think they're like poor, poor man's Grateful Dead. I mean, the Grateful Dead obviously is very, very famous. But you ever try them? I have. Same deal. They do. Well, they a few years ago, before I was going to do a game with Walton, I listened to some Grateful Dead because I'm like, he's going to say some shit, and I'm not going to know what it is. And then I realized after you know, I don't know, just having it on, I'm like, I'm not going to get anything out of this, and I'm not. No, getting anything well, out of this. And know? listen, some some I think bands are weird and quirky or whatever, like Pink Floyd. But I can listen to Pink Floyd and be like, these guys are pretty good. Like I, I listen to like Grateful Dead. But Pink like, Floyd. I mean, see, I, like to me, Pink Floyd is like. Well, I know, but I would say they're a little psychedelic, right? I mean, there are they are interconnected with you know the that drug community there. Like when I think Pink Floyd, I do think like drug Who wasn't interconnected. What music between? But I would say them specifically. I, but to me, like they, I just like they're talented. These other guys are not. Again, I'm not even trying to hate. That's just my opinion. Just my I don't opinion. know enough to even John speak on it. So I'm just saying I don't know enough to speak on it. That's all I'm saying. Not for me, but is, people is love he, it. Is it pretty clear that E40 season ticket is right there? Like, is that his two? Season all, ticket? Yeah, it's, yeah, he's always right there. So I think his his he, his tickets are right there. It's got to. Would be you ticket. would you imagine he pays for those or the Warriors? They do a deal. I think he pay. I just think it's the season tickets. I would agree. I mean, it feels like he goes to 80% of the games, even non-playoff games. Like that's like he's seat. always there. <laughs> yeah, he, Were we talking about this? Were you and I talking about this the other day that like, I, I just asked, I asked somebody, I think maybe it was you like, how rich is he 40? Cause these tickets are not cheap. Were we talking about this? Uh, I don't think so. somebody was saying to me, his alcohol is like a very profitable business. I think I was there when that alcohol came up. Might have been we were at the Niner practice when the alcohol came up. Like his oh, alcohol okay. is doing a lot of success. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he, I would say E40, like in his heyday, which was a long time ago, was one of the bigger rappers in America and has gone on to like stay relevant. And now he's doing that thing with like Ice Cube and Snoop. So it's like, I, I think it just feels like E40 is a good business. Oh, yeah. Biederman's, Biederman's a big concert guy. He was telling us about fish. Feel like E40's just got a lot. Of, like, he's got his hands in a lot of different cookie jars. You know, it's yeah. not just like, you know, he's just got, a, he always had a lot going on. Very loyal. Sneaky long drive. I mean, the guy lives in Danville. Like, that's, 
does he have a driver takes him every day? Like I, that's yeah. not an easy, just got to drive. You don't just hop in your car and go around the corner. Uh, Nick says fish has made five and a half billion dollars of touring revenue. My first reaction is that's a bold face lie. No way. That's true. <laughs> Cause like if you, if you, I told you has Metallica made that much money in revenue, like that feels like a lot. It does feel like a lot. It's <laughs> just in touring. 5.5. I would say that would never been eclipsed by any band ever in the history of music. I mean, that that would be like an all-time one band producing that. I just... I in mean, touring revenue. How, well, maybe fortune, they've touring, have they been touring for 40 years? Feels like they just made that up and threw it Years active, up. 83 to now. So 5.5 billion, multiple billions. Come maybe, I, yeah. <laughs> Oh, Christopher on the stream says E40's alcohol is distributed at Costco. And his RTE top ramen food sold at 7-Eleven. See, I'd say this. E40 from the mean streets of Vallejo, you would want an item at a 7-Eleven because you would be, as someone who goes to 7-Eleven too much, I mean, their price point is probably waste a lot of money, thousands of dollars over the last decade. I go in there potentially every day, you are always running into someone buying a different item. Every item in there is getting purchased. Like sometimes even I, like it's right around the corner and eat some ketchup. Boom. But sometimes like the workers go in there, they get the taquitos, they get a ramen. Like everything is getting consumed in a 7-Eleven. So if you get in there, I think you're moving off the shelf. Because here's the other thing, guy. There aren't that many shelves. It's pretty small. So you might just run into like, oh, I'm just kind of hungry. I'll take that little frozen burrito. Wrap snacks, Icon ramen noodles, beef prime rib flavor. I'll be honest, not sure I'd eat that. But I appreciate the hustle. The noodle cups are always disappointing. It's basically one spin of a fork worth of noodles and then salty water. So ramen noodles are better, but... uh, Fish sucks, I agree. (laughs) Okay. What do you All think right. The, uh, uh, what do you think the early line is on the uh, game six? Well, John's looking for that. I'll tell you, we have a uh, DraftKings U.S. Open game up and out. I uh, haven't just went up today. I'm not sure. Let me see how many spots are available. It's twenty bucks to get in. Top t- uh, top ten places uh, get paid. Right now, there are forty six spots left of the one hundred spots. And uh, let me tell you, first place makes $450. Second place makes $360, $270, $180, 135 for fifth. Uh, again, $20 entry. I tweeted it. I, uh, I'll probably put it, put it on Instagram too for sure. But um, just go to the Haberman and Middlecoff DraftKings League. Salvador guesses minus three and a half Celtics. I do not guess minus three and a half Celtics. I'm going to guess uh, like Warriors one. Minus one or plus one? Plus one. Oh, sorry, Warrior, sorry. Warriors favored by a point. Celtics minus four. Wow. You, you know what you get? You know what you get? The Warriors right now, plus one forty-five. Someone who did that the other night put five hundred bucks on it. That's a pretty good value, guy. With chance to win, it's not like you're going to be like, well, they might half-ass it. I don't know. They could win the NBA championship. That's plus one forty-five. It's a road. Maybe they should be the underdog, but four points? That seems crazy. 
my favorite bet of the weekend? Huh? Is Justin Thomas to top 10 plus I knew you were going to say JT. I thought you were going to say top five. Well, I just want to give myself a little more leeway. Plus 150. I I threw $500 on that. I feel very, very good about that. I got good vibes from him last week. He's he feels like he's like, uh, you know, there's a strike right now and he's crossing the picket line fighting for his brand. Yeah, him I mean, Rory, him and Rory Fox? feel like they're on the front lines right now. Well, I, I saw some like behind the scenes. Did you see the locker room video of them before Sunday's round? It was like was that them, the picture Tony. he took when his like was unbuttoned. He's like hats on backwards, his pants are not buttoned. Like Tony Finau was getting the Theragun on the back, but he was just J- JT was just like, "Think it's gonna rain today, Tony?" Tony's like, "Nah, man, not even bringing the umbrella. Feeling good about it." They were just so relaxed. They just felt like. Everybody else is doing like we're the good guys is the vibe I got from them. And we know we're the good guys. And I just feel feel like him and Rory and Tony, Tony probably doesn't care as much, but Rory's interview and watching JT. JT, I don't did you see his press conference? He's like, all I've ever wanted to be was a PGA golfer and to play in yeah. the Ryder Cup and the President's Cup and all this stuff. It's like, I'm just sad. Like, I'm not even here to criticize Phil. I'm just sad. He basically said I, this sucks. He he's got definitely like uh uh, I've got a righteous fight going right now. Do you think it could get ugly out there on the grounds for some of those guys? What would ugly be? Well, golf? I just mean like usually like you and I have gone to these like you just go Phil, go JT, like like really behind the guys. Well, this is in loyal. Boston, right? I mean, when I say ugly toward Phil Mickelson. Yeah. And the, a lot of the Euros, they're all going. It's They're easy to hate. I could just see some people a little lubed up. I don't think they're going to have as much. I mean, Phil's always got support. I and they. I watched his press conference today. They said, "Phil, are you worried you're not going to have support?" And he kind of just like, "I don't know." Yeah, I don't think he's going to get support. Kind of weird to see a golfer out there with just his lo- his own logo on his shirt. I also, my t- everyone, that's everyone's been saying that the only reason you have other logos is to make money. He got two hundred million dollars. He does not lead logos anymore. Right? I know. I know. It just looks lonely. Although Nike, I guess, has always been that way. Nike guys don't wear other logos. Phil looks pretty lonely At right least now, bro. Phil, Phil looks lonely. Phil's and yeah. I, I, I think there are going to be some people being pretty mean to him. Think about Boston. Fuck you, Draymond. I'm not saying they're going to say fuck you, Phil. I think something's going to go viral Thursday or Friday that's going to be unlike things you would usually see at a golf event when it comes well, to we're definitely him. getting a USA chant. Bryson, Patrick Reed. Oh, we're getting big USA. We're going to get some big domestic vibes. <laughs> Irony is Rory's from somewhere else, you know. That's all right. He's, he's standing up for the PGA. He's like, "Yeah, you ever been to Jupiter? It's incredible." What if like DJ won? Well, do you, I don't think he cares anymore. They asked well, how him, like, could? What you? are you going to do with all your time? He's like, I, I, "That's the whole reason. I don't want to play as much." I think live. I think one of the issues, like I was talking to our buddy Brian Hawkins about this, one of the potential issues is your best players don't get paid if they win. So where's the urgency from them? Well, that's the whole pushback. Like, how, how is anyone going to care about any of this stuff? You're just you're just betting on competitive fire. Well, like even Draymond or whatever, eventually you have to compete. Like, what are they even competing for? Right? Draymond, like, I got to focus the NBA finals. You're like, it's just another event at Pumpkin, wherever. Yeah. It'd be like, Draymond, uh, the NBA this week is playing for the uh, Ohio, uh, you know, Silver Basket or some made-up award. Right, it'd be like if uh, Adam Silver did a two-week tournament in December and then wondered why Draymond doesn't treat it like the finals. 
I think they're copying a lot of F1. You see, they put them on a podium and had them like shake it up and do this all over each other. Like, are they just that. trying to copy F1? I did see that Netflix. Are they paying fans? Uh, they gave away a bunch of tickets, I think, in Europe, and I'm sure they're going to do it in Portland. I, Netflix like at, called once this thing. They were there on the ground, like they pivoted kind of quick. You know, I mean, they're they're putting on a show. You know, they they like left and went over there. It's. Well, they, uh, I hope they kids left somebody back because what happened? The PGA was pretty sweet. Well, think about think about Thursday in Boston. You have the U.S. Open with Phil and the Live guys showing up, and then you got Game Six at night. That's pretty a pretty day. big day for them. Pretty. I'm telling you, day. it's gonna be it's gonna be an edgy group. I agree. I'm with you. I'm <laughs> You're with right. You. Some there are gonna be some USA chants that I think are gonna go viral, and people are gonna be very proud of. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for hanging with Monday night. Ham is nothing if not flexible. What do you think Draymond's about 20 minutes away from his studio? Yeah, I mean, Draymond might. They set up a studio in the arena, like a backdrop. He goes out on a stage next to the local TV stations. I I get it at home, but on the road, he goes to that hotel room quick. He gets that shit out. See, on the road is where I get it. You're on the road. Like, you know, at home... I just want to go back to my bed, you know, go get in my bed or something. Maybe he's like, my kids are asleep. You know, by the time I get home at 1030 at night, like I just want a podcast. <laughs> Who doesn't want a podcast? Everybody wants to podcast. I know. Everyone's jumping it in. All right, y'all. Thanks for hanging with us. Peace. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.